people don't want to be safe as much as they want to feel safe. And I'll tell you why on today's Peace Walker podcast. The question is, in today's day and age, how do you protect yourself, your family, and your community more effectively? Well, my name is Craig Gray, and today on the Peace Walker podcast, we're going to answer those questions and a whole bunch more. You're going to learn the power of protection, the art of influence, and the confidence of clarity as you build a protector's lifestyle to live, to protect, and to inspire at a whole new level. Craig Gray here, Peace Walker Podcast, episode number 128. So being safe and feeling safe are two very different things, and people often get them confused. So that's what we're going to talk about today, is the idea of feeling safe versus being safe. So speaking of feeling and being safe... If you get on my six-day defense program, you're going to start carving out this idea of being a protector and how to be a peace walker for real so you can actually be safe and feel safe. So it's absolutely free resource. You can be my guest. So if you just go to sixdaydefense.com it's all spelled out except for the dot that's sixdaydefense.com you're going to get access to that free home study course which is a, just a handful of very short videos it's going to introduce some basic concepts to you and some physical defensive tactics you're also going to get on my almost daily email list where almost every day I'm going to email you how to implement these tools into your actual life and I'll do this through stories myself, uh, stories of myself, as well as stories from our community. And I'm going to share tips, tricks, and tactics of utilization of these skills and perspective and these tools on being a better protector in your own life. So get on it. Sixdaydefense.com, all spelled out except for the dot. So I often teach people who don't necessarily want to be martial artists, right? They want to feel safe. They want to be safe. But sometimes, many times, people aren't willing to do what it really takes to become what they're seeking. How do we know this? Well, let's just take one statistic. Um... CPL licenses, concealed carry permits. It's an eight-hour course and about 100 rounds downrange to get your license to carry concealed. In Michigan, there's probably close to half a million people who conceal carry. Out of that half a million people, only 20% of them or less took any type of courses outside of their basic eight-hour requirement. So 80% of the people just got their license to conceal carry, never any more training to use that firearm. Now, let me ask you this. 
is eight hours and 100 rounds enough training to effectively utilize and safely utilize and responsibly utilize that firearm when your life depends on it in a life and death situation? My guess is you're saying probably not. And I would agree. You should train a lot more than just eight hours, and you should throw a lot more rounds downrange than, you know, 60 or 100 or 120 or whatever whatever the minimum requirement is. You're going to need a lot more training to responsibly use that firearm. But most people only check the box because they want to feel safe, not that they want to really be safe. It's just like my, my mom, right? So my mom, a long time ago, wanted pepper spray. So being that I teach this stuff for a living, I give her a canister of pepper spray. So years later, I asked her, I said, Mom, whatever happened to that pepper spray? She's like, oh, makes me feel really good to know that I have it. I said, well, where is it? Oh, hold on. So she looks in her purse and digs and digs and digs, and she finally dumps out the whole contents of the purse onto the table to find the canister of pepper spray. So clearly, she wanted to check a box. To her, having pepper spray made her feel safer. Now, was she actually any safer? Answer, no. Why? Because she couldn't even use that defensive weapon if she had to. She never practiced with it. And it's buried at the bottom of her purse. So I get this in the academy too, right? People will come because they say they want to learn self-defense. And then they drop out even before the intro session finishes. Or they make it through the intro session and then they drop out before they become proficient at physically defending themselves. Now, did it do some good? Yeah, I think it did. It did them some good. Planted some seeds, gave them a little bit different uh, perspective, gave them some skills. But overall, they didn't really accomplish the goal in its totality of what they were setting out to do. Because one of two things, either they checked the box so they felt safe enough, or the amount of time and dedication or uncomfort that they had to go through for the training trumped this idea, this concept of feeling safe. So they checked that box and maybe they moved on to find something else that may make them feel better. So this is what happens, right? Most people won't really do what it takes unless that fear, that motivation that desire supersedes the inclination to not do anything, right? You have to want it and then take massive action forward to get it. Probably, in any, not probably, in anything in life but definitely learning to protect yourself more effectively. There's a lot that goes into it with just the thought of it, with just the look 
uh, not to look, but but yeah, I guess right. They did a study uh, years ago in 1982, the sociological study. I think I brought it up on one of the other podcasts, but um, they did the study where they interviewed these two psychologists or sociologists interviewed uh, 250 inmates. These inmates were convicted of violent crimes against strangers. And they asked them, well, how did you pick your victims? So these, uh, these convicts went into great detail of how they chose their victims. And it boiled down to really how the person held themselves, how they walked, their, their stance, their gait of their movement. Did they look like they could protect themselves or would be an easy target or not? How, did, how was this, their synergy with life? Were they comfortable in their own skin, so to speak? Here's the creepy thing of this as well. They, they asked these inmates, could they tell if a woman was attacked earlier or abused in some time of her life? And over 80% of the time, they could tell if the woman in her past had been abused or attacked or assaulted um, in some way. And they were very, very accurate. Like I said, about 80% of the time, they were accurate. Just by looking at how she held herself, how she walked. Not even her facial expressions, but just by stance and gait of the movement and how confident they moved about the world. So, so absolutely, you can plant some seeds if you walk a little bit more confidently, talk a little bit more confidently, hold yourself a little bit more confidently. The chances and likelihood of you getting into a situation are diminished. So even if you just go to a self-defense class and you don't even finish, Hopefully some seeds have been planted about awareness and identity and mindset that change your confidence levels that alter your how you work with the world and reducing your chances of being targeted as a victim, but also maybe giving you a little bit of confidence so you can handle the situation. Becoming a martial artist is very different than becoming a protector, right? Because you have to remember, you're already born a protector. You just have to clarify that identity. We'll talk about that more in another episode. But being safe is very different than feeling safe. And most people don't want to be safe as much as they want to feel safe. I've taught probably thousands of people over the years and when I teach, especially like assault prevention, obviously martial arts courses, defensive tactics, men come to me to train so they can feel more powerful and respected. Women come to me to train to feel safer. Men come to feel powerful and respected. Women come to feel safer. This is my experience. And it may be verbalized in many different ways. Oftentimes, a person can't articulate it that clearly, especially the guys. But this is ultimately 
the core of why people come to train. And defensive tactics at any level only work so well. It's a lot about the identity, your identity, your attitude, your mindset, along with obviously good skills. And skills can help you to develop the confidence too. So they go hand in hand. So my question to you is, do you really want to be safer or do you just want to feel safer? And be honest with yourself. If you really want to be safer, you have to train and get the tools. And not just train and get the tools one time. You have to condition it. Just like conditioning your cardiovascular system, right? If you can run a marathon today, well, if you don't run for a long time, guess what? You're going to have to work your way up to it again in the future. If you're lifting weights, right? You can lift weights and get in shape, but it's conditioning. How do you stay in shape? Through your sustainment training. So go get the training, condition it, and sustain it. And if you want a good start at that, you can get my free home study course. You know that was coming, right? So if you get on 6daydefense.com, it's all spelled out except for the dot, you're going to get access to that free home study course and my almost daily emails. So 6daydefense.com, where you can start to be safer and also feel safer. You can feel safer and actually be safer by gaining power over yourself and your life and protecting the right things, having the skill to be able to do so. And then if you keep doing that, you will gain the respect of other people because you will be a force for good. All right, gang, that's all I got for you today. I'll see you on the next episode of the Peace Walker podcast. Thanks for joining me. The question is, in today's day and age, how do you protect yourself, your family, and your community more effectively? Well, my name is Craig Gray, and today on the Peace Walker podcast, we're going to answer those questions and a whole bunch more. You're going to learn the power of protection, the art of influence, and the confidence of clarity as you build a protector's lifestyle to live, to protect, and to inspire at a whole new level.